Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Sensei Podcast. I'm Will, and today I'm joined by two guests. First, there's Lynette. Hi. And also Malika. Hello. So, Lynette, tell everyone where people might be able to find you, what other podcasts you do. Well, we do the Clone Dance Party intro. It is a um, non-spoilery podcast for Orphan Black, which we just finished up season three, and we're all kind of just floundering around. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to do the comics. That would be great, at least, you know, for a while. So fill in some space. And then I have my um, own podcast that I started over a year ago, and it is the Bicast. It is a podcast for the bisexual community, offering education and support. Cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And Malika, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on a podcast with Will. Um, Yay. <laughs> uh, what We Make, which is a Terminator intro cast. And then I do guest spots on various podcasts. And we have one that... I started with Investigating Mars, which is an intro cast for Veronica Mars, and we've finished everything, and we've done one of the books, and there's one more book coming out, so I just actually sent a message saying, hey, when are we going to record that one? So. would <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. I got, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just got finished watching um, Sarah Connor Chronicles, so yeah. <laughs> 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 we got a good episode coming up this week. Well, the only sensei news I have this week is that the Comic-Con panel, which was supposed to be on Thursday, has actually been moved to Friday. It's going to be... Oh, that's this coming Friday. It's a Comic-Con time already. It's going to be at 4.45 in room 6A. It's only going to be JMS. I saw some of his tweets where people were asking, like, how come the cast is going to be there? Well, it's because Netflix told them not to go. (laughs) Netflix... It's not really big on San Diego Comic Con. They didn't even want this panel to happen, so but JMS is doing it anyway. Netflix is weird, man. I mean, they have like yeah. you know they won't let anyone know about their ratings or that. I mean, I can kind of respect them for that, but at the same time, it's a little strange. I know. I don't know how. Well, when I went to Comic Con one year, and there were like three shows that I decided to check out because. I had to sit through their panels waiting for a panel that I wanted to see later. And they're like, oh, this, this, this cast seems interesting and the clips look interesting. So I'll just watch the show when I get back home. And- but see, Netflix doesn't seem to care about any of that. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're not going to tell you what our ratings are. We're not going to tell you what our subscriber thing is are. In fact, we're going to um, put on, keep on shows that you would normally be canceled. Like uh, Hemlock <laughs> Grove. It just, yeah, I think it has this sure. final season. But anyway. They're an interesting oh, I hope so. <laughs> I didn't know they brought it back for. I never saw season two. It's on my. Yeah. I made it. Yeah, I made it through season one and didn't even start season two. So I actually watched both, and I hate watch the second the second season. Like this is ridiculous, but for some reason I felt compelled to watch it. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll probably end up at some point watching the third. I'm sure. Um, and but yeah, it's it's the final one. But it you know I mean the ratings were or not ratings. It's just like nobody seemed to be watching it. First season, so I was really curious that they brought it back for a second and then even a third. Yeah, very odd. So they don't want people watching their shows. Apparently not. <laughs> you know, and they made a big deal about the Hemlock Grove, and I didn't even know about Sensei. It was just like there. It just showed up. You know? Here's, uh, yeah, I actually found out about it, you know, just through various podcasts, but also because J. Michael Straczynski, I mean, you know, I'm watching yeah. along with, um, with Will's um, Down Below podcast, um, 
Cut series, and I also read his comics and whatnot. And he's actually promoted it on a couple of various venues or um, podcasts that I listen to. He's doing a lot of promotion for it. Yeah, and I don't know. I've seen. I think it was just this past week. I saw the commercial on TV again, maybe during the World Cup, but or some some sports Mm -hmm. event. So at least the word is getting out there. But they, I spread it all over everywhere. All of my, all of my groups I am part of. So. Uh, yeah, everybody is loving it. I was thinking earlier today, a little off topic, but doing, I mean, if you're a Babylon 5 fan, you probably heard of the Lurker's Guide out there, which just has pretty much anything you ever want to know about the show. I was thinking somebody should do that for Sensei. So yeah, that would be great. Maybe after I finish watching the season, I'll start some of that. If anybody wants to help, I'll help. I can, pro- I can provide a domain and collect all the information these, these last, I can. Yeah. yeah these last two episodes i'm like absolutely sold on it so yeah absolutely awesome. and you know i marathon i have to admit i had my marathon the whole thing before i even knew will was doing this so you know <laughs> thumbs up that's what yeah. i can tell you oh, good. I, know, I just know after the fourth episode well the third and fourth episodes i was like oh this is oh, i heard about something about the sixth episode which Ooh. i won't i've heard that too yeah. <laughs> so um yeah i've been sealed <laughs> yeah so and i won't bring that up here but you know there's yeah. small spoilers but i mean this is so much about the characters like regardless of what you f- hear um mm-hmm. you know it's it's like to be experienced right and yeah. it really is I guess it's what you like out of TV because a lot of people, you know, they want plot, plot, plot. And like everything that I heard, people like with spoiler free reviews were like, this is just about characters. In fact, we wonder if there is a plot sometimes, but I, you know, <laughs> that's what I like about TV is the characters. So, you know, and that's what, you know, I, I heard a lot of people complaining about no, uh, no me seeing with her mom and, you know, oh, that's just not realistic. And it wouldn't, really, you know, what? yeah, I know I'm going like, how, what are you talking about? First of all, you don't, you know, you don't have lived that experience. You don't know. And this is from her perspective of how she felt, you know, she feels and, you know, how it affects her. And, and I've been in enough groups to know this is, it was pretty true to life, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was talking to someone at work. He had only seen the first two episodes and he was saying, you know, I like the show. And I agree with all the politics, but I think I just don't like the way they're trying to, you know, the way they're doing it. I just feel it's the Wachowski politics and how she's trying to be nice. It's like, uh, well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'm, drinking, I'm drinking milk right now. Sorry. You're drinking milk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you and your yeah. dairy products will. It's better than yogurt. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So today we're here. Well, I'm drinking. Well, actually, I'm drinking almond milk now. And now that I've, yeah, since I've been drinking almond milk, I can't drink dairy milk anymore because it just tastes nasty to me. I don't know. Do we lose? I'll just stick with Uh, my peach flavored water. Yes, I know. We lost Malika. Come back, Malika. Come back, Malika. We miss you so much. Since I have a no edit rule on this podcast, they're going to hear all this. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go and get started, maybe. She'll yes, that, and she'll be back. <laughs> so, we're here today to discuss episode four What's Going On? What's Going On? There's a song that's in my head. It's not the Four Non Blind song, but it's another song, isn't it, called What's Going On? Mm-hmm. I meant to look it up. Who sings it? I'll look it up right now. Marvin Gaye. Marvin right? Gaye, yes. Yeah. I was trying to pull that out of my head, but I couldn't. <laughs> it's been stuck in my head. 
Uh, this episode was directed by, I'm not sure how to say his name, Tom Tickwer, Tykwer. He composed some music for this show and also for Cloud Atlas. Oh, really? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Hey, you're back. Yes, I am. There she is. There she is. <laughs> and the episode was written by JMS and the Wachowskis. Woo-hoo. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. So where do we want to start out? I kind of stole this idea from Clone Dance Party. Let's just pick a place and start. Yeah. It works for us. Yeah. We can start with Kala and her story. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Um, the part about this, I don't know, the wedding ceremony taking over six hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So, so it- it's like, it's usually five days. Um it's a very, very long and intricate process. I mean, I mean, I mean, sorry, that's, that sounded stupid. Um, it's, it's, it's essentially like a lot of parties, so it's a lot of good stuff, but, you know, back in the day, um, before, um, you know, there used to be arranged marriages, so it was really, really the first time that the bride and groom got to meet, and so they would have, and then the families, you know, you're marrying the family too, so there would be a lot of different, um, things that happened that, would be involved with getting the, the couple to know each other, but getting the families to know each other and things like that. And the wedding itself is a really long ceremony. And nowadays, you know, I mean, I, I, there's all different kinds of ways to, you know, curtail it. A lot of people like here, um, a lot of my Indian friends who get married here will like, you know, almost make it like a Christian ceremony, meaning that we'll have like an aisle and you'll have like, um, you know, the, the wedding couple like on kind of like a podium or whatever, but it's a pretty involved thing. So there's fire involved. There's like, you know, walking around the fire. Um, you know, it's, wow. it's more than just a simple ceremony. So it's just funny that, you know, to shorten the ceremony and, and, and what, what's true here is that in India, in India, there are a lot of politics involved, like with anything, especially with priests and whatnot. Um, you know, there's, you know, in order to get this priest, they need to do this. And then, you know, there's like certain things that are like, you know, dictated by, you know, what's auspicious, what's not. So this was, you know, I haven't lived in India, but, you know, I have seen this in various incarnations because a lot of my family's over there. Um, not to this level though, but you know, it's just, (laughs) it's just interesting. And it's also, I really liked what's the whole Westernization, almost like this self-hating, um, way that the groom's family handles themselves yeah. like that was yeah. really interesting to me because um there is a sense of like you know i'm very western and kind of denying the culture and things mm-hmm. like that we usually see that in like not so much i mean i guess yeah maybe this generation maybe like you know the father's generation because like they pulled themselves up and can make a lot of money and then they try to distance themselves from the poverty or wherever they came from so yeah, we didn't like indian food <laughs> yeah i know that that killed me that was amazing well i just thought it was really interesting that they were you know uh holding them a hostage by like give us more money we'll make it shorter you know and that's yeah. like wow that's you know wow yeah and i've never <laughs> heard of that particularly but it they things like that do happen like they'll you know in order to 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 speed up things anything off off from the norm and things that people want um i mean there's twofold of it it's like you know they're, you're asking them to do something that's out of the ordinary but then at the same time it's like hey we have the power here and you don't so and we know you have money so Let's see how we can get it. So there is some of that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have to say with Kala, because uh, one thing is when we first got introduced to her and she was like, I have a man that I'm supposed to marry and I don't want to marry him. Like, it's so typical. But I was, I'm kind of pleased the way it's evolved because it's the fact that 
you know, she, it wasn't an arranged marriage, right. Or anything like that. Like she actually met him in a workplace and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually happy with the way this is turning out so far. You know, and I like the fact that, you know, I, I want to not like her, uh, fiance, but I do like him, you know? So let me ask you something. Did you like him more or less like in this episode? Because it seemed, and I don't know, I don't, I really like him too. Like, I want him to win. <laughs> yeah. He's a nice guy. Because, but, but this is true. It's like, you know, we can't really necessarily control our hearts. So there's some people who look great on paper and, you know, at the same time, there's just like nothing. They're not doing anything for you. But I almost felt in this, are we, are they, I had, I hope they don't do this, but it almost seemed like, you know, I want to declare my love in front of everybody or what have you. I mean, do you think that he's making it a little bit more about him or, you know, I, I would have liked him to ask her, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, and I agree with that. I, I think that there is some uh, politics going on here um, because I have the feeling that his father wasn't really happy about this marriage to begin with. And, yeah. and, oh, no. uh, and so I do appreciate the fact he wanted to do the whole ring thing, you know, and I think that's kind of like appeases his father too because he didn't seem upset about that. But it was, I don't know, it was very, very public, very, uh, you know, Seems like it's all for show, you know. Like it seems yeah. like the way he did the whole Bollywood number and everything like that. Um, it's like this, decl- and he wants to like declare his love in front of everybody for her, and that's very romantic. But at the same time, it kind of loses like the intimacy of like two people, you know. I mean, part of it is the culture because you're not allowed to have like a lot of intimacy between two people, you know. Mm-hmm. It works I true. Know. I just think it's interesting. I, th- I just like that it's nuanced, and I really appreciate the fact that it's nuanced. Yeah, I don't. I don't entirely trust him yet because he is from a rather misogynistic culture, and I don't really understand sure about his motives yet. So, I, but I did like him better this time. I always say that if I get married, I don't want to have a wedding because I don't want to. <laughs> I, I can't imagine being around my family for six hours. <laughs> well, a, I told my mom once I was going to elope when I was like a teen because I because Indian rel- weddings are so involved and they just take a lot of time and my mom said she would disown me because uh, just well, only, only because we have tons of relatives and um you know it's really the wedding is for about the relatives and you know and celebrating uh, you yeah. but yeah well i'm and, you know i'm kind of funny because it's the money that i don't want to spend that, <laughs> that is one factor. reason as well yeah, yeah, yeah that's, i mean why spend so much on like one day when you could save that money and spend on the rest of your life you know i'm thinking yeah. oh that might buy a car you know yeah i just want a honeymoon yeah like, i shopped and shopped one. and shopped and i got a, a wedding dress on set oh, well it was actually a bridesmaid's dress but it was really cute you know, for 80 bucks from my, and I was like, that's fine. You know, it was great looking. And I have, you know, I was, I was not going to spend all kinds of money on a dress, you know? And I know my, because my family has never come to visit me since I've gone away from home. I always have to go to them. I know they're not coming all the way to Portland to see me get married. <laughs> well, they yeah. might for a wedding. They might, but I'd probably end up having to pay for some of them myself. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she <laughs> she uh, Kala, yeah she went to pray later on, and oh, I didn't pick yeah. up on it at first, but that was her father in those pictures. I mean, her, her fiance's fiance, father. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the only thing that seemed a little bit over the top. Like they're like he in particular is a member of like you know their their hatred and whatever. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of businessmen like this, um, but I guess it wouldn't be it'd make for you know not as good story because it seems like he's a shady guy involved in a 
Um, Where are you? She'll be back. I went out to lunch with an Indian co-worker the other day, and he had an idol in his, on his dashboard, and he was explaining how, I guess, it was for good luck and you know, which god it was that his family praised to. It was mm-hmm. all very interesting. Yeah, you know, it's not any different than a St. Christopher's medal or, you know. Yeah. But it's interesting to find out, you know. And he said that he um, didn't believe in God until his, um, what do you call it, maybe green card until that got approved because they were all telling him there was pretty much no chance it was going to be approved and oh. then all of a sudden one day it was approved mm-hmm. I thought it was I don't know I thought it was very strange that they had so much hate for just these people the, the father and the son and they were plastered and I don't know I'm familiar with the culture but I thought it was very odd myself um, America yeah, it seemed like a more U.S. kind of thing to do, kind of very Western. But I don't, like again, I'm not familiar with the culture, so I don't know. So we can head over to Germany. Oh, with, let's go. With Gang and Felix. I love Felix. He's <laughs> becoming one of my favorite characters on the show. I love Felix too. He's just, he's just greasy enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. And him and his new shoes, yes. Yeah, I need a new pair of shoes. Man, I should get, hmm, I might may, I may start somewhere. I get a new pair of shoes every time something <laughs> happens. I just love how enthusiastic he is. He is. He's fantastic. Yeah, and they're going to try to sell their diamonds that they stole. So that guy, so that was a little bit of confusion for me. He, the guy said the uh, diamonds came out of Mumbai. Yeah. So was he really, in, I was wasn't sure. I thought he was in Mumbai. But then I thought that maybe he wasn't. So maybe he did he really see Kala at one point a couple episodes ago in person? Well, I, I need to go back and watch that. I, I think the diamonds came from Mumbai, but he got them there in Germany. They, okay. They came in with a diamond <laughs> broker or whatever they call them, which, okay. you know, there's a name for it. I can't remember, but yeah, he he got them there. He was not actually in Mumbai. Mumbai. Okay. That's what I remember. So, what else happened with their story? Other than the new shoes. Mm. I guess they... Oh, yeah, he's... uh, When Wolfie is trying on shoes, there's some dirt in them. Yes, because um, Caffius is walking through all that. I just love that kind of stuff. At first, I thought it might be poop or something. (laughs) I think it was just dirt. (laughs) I pooped on my shoes, but it was... Yeah, it was great. And then we can go go with yeah, expensive shoes and Wolfie is strapped in. Yeah. That'll <laughs> be freaky, though, just to have that happening. I want to be a sensei so bad. I know. I'm going to be great. <laughs> I, just, um, I just love Van Damme's story in this one, though. It was great. I mean, it was just, I, I adore him. I love Caffius. Yeah, him and the actor, they both seem like really cool. Um Love. His friend's name is Jella. I, think, I couldn't remember his name last time. Jella. Jella. Jella or Jella? J E L A. I'm not sure how to. I don't remember how to pronounce it. Jella. Jella. We'll have to listen and see. That old lady from last time is in Van Dam. Yeah. That big shot guy wants him. To, I would, yeah, we didn't see any more of that story after he got the bag, did he? Uh. Uh, yeah, we we finished the story. I, 
They got the bag from this big scary guy, Silas, and we need to protect this and make sure it gets to where it's going. I think that was it for this episode. Mm. I wonder what's in that bag. I wonder what's in that bag. <laughs> I know. I hear you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna start watching because this is the last episode I've seen, so I have to watch some more this week. Well, you know, he Hello? thought he was walking to his death. Hi. Hey. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that we're gonna, and we're anticipating a storm, so I'm just actually doing this from my phone right now. Um, okay. But, but who are you talking about? I'm uh, talking about Cathy's and. We got the bag from the guy and told him to protect it. But back to what oh, yeah. You, yeah, back to what you were saying about them having his pictures on the on the worship place and stuff like that seemed very western. Is that something that actually happens, or they do that for um? So they the people that are on the um. Okay, so I, I know the good part of this, not the I don't know how truthful this is, but they do like if someone passes, like if mm-hmm. uh, like you know um. They do have pictures of those people, so they'll have a lot of pictures of, like, saints, or they'll have people people who are, like, you know, um, um, like, you, you know, your grandparents or whoever who passed, they'll have pictures of them okay. on that kind of thing. I've never seen them pray to someone for bad to happen, though. That's, that's a little yeah. odd. <laughs> that seemed very odd. Hmm. To be so specific, like, this is the guy. Yes. And then we went and kind of segued into... Yeah, Felix and Wolfie. Do you like uh, Felix? <laughs> okay, I'm Malika, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people call me that. I just changed change my I name. Know. My niece is Michaela. Yeah, a lot of people know Michaela. Um, I do. Um, I don't know, he annoys me a little. Oh, uh, why? I, I like him, but he annoys <laughs> me. He only annoys me because like he was so over the top, um, just with all the purchases and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I came into some money, I'd probably do that a little bit. I know, but I'm nervous. I'm, I, I feel like they're going to find out about this because he's being so over the top, you know? He's spending uh, too much money. Like, they're going to be aware, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like they should keep a little profile. So I'm like, calm down, guys. <laughs> Maybe not over the most expensive bottle of wine. <laughs> or how many, what, 20, 30 shoes? How many shoes did he buy? Yeah, I know. know. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that I, um, it's, but it's nice for there to be some fun in the show too. Cause like, you know, you have the, the Nomi, which is pretty dark. And, um, I felt like this was like, this episode particularly was kind of, there was a lot of, a lot of bright spots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like this and then there was, um, there's, yeah, I mean, there's the whole thing at the end. So I really like the fact that there was some like actual joy and it wasn't all this angst. So he's, they're funny. Yeah, it, it really it really helped them all bond up together a little bit more, so it was great. I'm not going to judge Felix because I'm starting to amass a shoe collection myself. <laughs> I have some dress shoes, some casual shoes, <laughs> some running shoes, some workout shoes, some hiking shoes, and <laughs> just about everything. I have a lot um, of shoes for a lot of different reasons, but half of them just don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I have shoes. They just usually just sit in my closet. Now I don't know why I don't get rid of them, but... I have some, yeah, I have some boots too, for, that I got for Halloween. You don't buy them yeah. all in one day. Yeah. No. <laughs> that might look a little suspicious. Suspicious. It is a red flag for the cousin there to look really pinched. So. Oh, uh, do you need me to call you back, Malik, or was that five minutes ago? What I just that? got the mess. I just got the message saying to call you back. Oh. Um. Send that a while back. I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, because I just uh, rebooted my wireless. Okay. So I guess, yeah, maybe I should. You can. I mean, is this is this vol- um, sound quality okay? I can go back on my computer. Um, doesn't sound as great as. Okay, so so just call me back. I'll hang up right now. Okay. So while we're waiting, have you read uh, any of the Orphan Black comics? No, I should though. I've read the first two, which is uh, Sarah and Helena. It's you know pretty interesting. So far, what about Sarah? And I, what about? Oh, oh. <laughs> we were just breaking into you. <laughs> I was like, I, I asked him if he has if he has read the uh, Orphan Black comic yet. In the first two, I have the Sarah and Helena ones. But we just filling time till you got back. I'm here. Yeah, I can talk about I can talk about Orphan Black forever. So. Shouldn't go down there. Yeah. It's over in Japan. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, her stupid brother. She looks so unhappy most of the time, except for last week when she smiled before she went into her fight. Yeah. Yeah. She's so she's just so kick ass though. Like I just I know. Oh I know. Uh, she's so, she she's carrying the weight of the world, but she is no nonsense and oh my goodness. I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, I like her mother too. It's kind of yeah. sad though. I mean, this show does such a good job of having like. I mean, you can say like you know, the Asian person who knows you know all kinds of cool martial arts fighting tricks or whatever. It's like cliched, but I don't know. I just I was just thinking about all the women on this, ep- like you know, in this show and how different they are. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> I just like I just love her. I like how her father wanted her to put the cigarette out and she just like takes a big drag and yes. <laughs> it Typical out. teenager. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a teenager, but... So she's going to take the rap. Oh, oh, yes. I know it bleeds. We haven't talked about Will yet, but when she goes to get her brother... <gasps> and- yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Just mm-hmm. that whole like... So that was him, right? Like he got the spidey senses that something was behind him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay took out the guy the music in that in that whole scene was just oh yes awesome good. <laughs> it, was, it was so fantastic yes release the soundtrack give a season two and release the soundtrack yeah. <laughs> i know um but yeah i just uh i just loved it was almost like a um like a video game like how she was going into all the different rooms and like looking at oh, all the yeah. different rooms of the things happening yeah. and then just like with the movie music and then you know with the inner cuts of Will because you know it, him being a cop I don't know it's just I could imagine like a like a it just seemed like a video game if, you, if she was there for another purpose it's like if she shot people <laughs> into the rooms it may be a video game someday mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe yeah she beat up that bouncer outside oh that was great that went later went later <laughs> He was like, you're not getting here, girly kind of thing. And she's like, yeah. you know. Didn't he say something about, like, unless, like, unless yeah, you unless have clothes? Naked. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. her brother's name, Junkie. Junkie? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, yeah. I just, Junkie. you know, I just love it. Junkie? Just, I don't know. It wasn't my fault. There were more people oh, in on it. You taught me how to do this. I mean, he accepts no responsibility at any time for anything. I learned it from watching you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I, I said to bend the rules, not break them, you know. Yeah. Just, 
it's a slippery slope. But yeah, I mean, he takes no ownership. And then as soon as she offers up the, oh. you know, um, solution, he has like no qualms. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I guess it's like she's been looking out for him his, her, you know, his whole life. Yeah. And like he's spoiled, but ugh, I just lost it. Like I'm lost any. I mean, well, I didn't have any respect for him, but like it just you know, to begin with. But it was awful. He yeah. he has no honor at all. You know, because he accepts that. You know, he doesn't say I. You know, I have to take care of this and all this. You know, he, and refuse the offer, which would be the right thing to do. Uh, you know, he's just like, yeah, take my rap. I don't care. I have no morals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I get the sense, like, in small ways, this has been happening his entire life with her, you know? Like, cause, like mm-hmm. because of the conversation with her, his mom. So he just expects her to, you know, um, like, he didn't obviously see the solution because he's too stupid. But, you know, he just expects her to, like, bail him out of everything and his father's, like, name to carry weight for everything. And I don't know. She's the elder one, right? I, I, yeah, his father is, is not not because he wants to save his son. His father is doing it because it would be best for the company, agreeing to let her take the rap, right? Yeah, I bet when they were young, it was like, you know, like from the flashback, it sounded like, you know, it was a lot because he was the son and she was the daughter. But I think that he's like had so many disappointments, you know, or he's been so disappointing in his life. And then I think the father has kind of seen the value of son. Um, I'm I'm interpreting here, but like, you know, I just, I mean, not like he would ever consider her the same as a son, but a son. Ah, look, a son. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But at the same same time. As far as the traditional roles and everything are concerned, that that would be, you know, about that. I mean, they can only go so far. So. Yeah, I mean, part of it's the culture and part of it's, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think her father's necessarily a good man, but because, but like you know, bend versus break the rules. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, but I think he thinks of himself as an honorable man, which is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think junkie. <laughs> let's just call him that. Yeah, let's call him that. You know, cares whether he's honorable or not. It's, you know, it's oh, all no. about satisfying his needs, having yeah. fun. You know. Carnal pressures. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. I love it when she got to take out some frustration a little bit on that punching bag. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, moral spoiled. stories don't spoil your kids, people. Yeah. We didn't see a lot of Riley in this episode. Not really. Yeah. Her dad's back with the symphony. and. So I have a question. Did um Was that voicemail, like, is he passed, is it an old voicemail that she was just listening to? Or is it like a, a, oh. a current voicemail that she's, because like, you know, if someone pat dies and you save like their voice, you know, mm-hmm. like little pieces, and like she might listen to him just for comfort. But I always got the sense that he was dead. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but for some reason, I thought maybe that could be it. Sounds sounds like it could be right. I don't know. I haven't seen past this episode. Yeah, me neither. There's a little <laughs> bit of her friends. In the bedroom that bleeds over into Kala's yeah. story. <laughs> I got confused because the subtitle said Bambi, and I don't know who Bambi is. <laughs> yeah, she was in the last the episode. The Australian? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I didn't know her name either, but I just figured yeah. from the groaning and the, the, the context yeah. of the episode. Um, I know, she's just amazingly uncomfortable. Was <laughs> <laughs> I love the expression on Kala's face. I know. And what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> 
Because like, it was. yeah, I mean, she probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I can't even imagine. Like, first of all, it's a sensei thing, and second of all, to to be listening in on that, and from the culture that she's, you know, responsible, like she's from too, where, you know, like you don't necessarily go on dates with people, like, and you have like a lot of alone time. I mean, they they do now, but I'm sure that it's like not as common as it is in the Western world. But at the same yeah. time, you know, it's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, I was saving Will's story because we get a lot of information for the first time in his story. We do. He goes to see Jonas. So we find out that what they do, what they're doing is called traveling when they're going, or visiting, sorry, when they go to see each other. And a group of sensates is called a cluster. And traveling, what do you say, inside the cluster they do it instinctively, but outside the cluster you have to have eye-to-eye contact. Right. Which is how Jonas was able to visit Nomi in the hospital. Right. Which is probably why she, yeah, why, why he went to go visit them. <clears throat> and he and Will have had eye-to-eye contact, but, like, the moment they lock eyes, you know, if you think back to that scene, they made a big point of I mean, also because she fell off the, <laughs> she fell off the scooter, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Made a big oh, I forgot Nomi. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Nomi. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and sharing is when they're using each other's abilities and have each other's thoughts, whatever. Right. So, Will um, actually does sort of make contact when he focuses. Seems like he's coming along faster than everybody else. He sees Nomi in the hospital being wheeled away. Mm-hmm. She asks for help. And then there's the scene, the fun scene at the end where Wolfie is doing karaoke. Oh, yeah. Some people on the rooftops in different parts of the world, and Will's investigating, and Oh, we forgot about Leto as well. Oh, Leto. <laughs> yeah. Just not much happened there. Just you told them about what happened with Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin. That was hilarious, though. <laughs> and the fact that, like, um, you know, she's she's a better she's a better you know partner to her to his you know yeah. his partner. Boyfriend. But yeah, she fits in so well there. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love that. Like, it's always like another little part of the lightness. Like, it's such a funny little part of the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice little See, I remember, remember when that song was big on, on TV and on the radio. It seems kind of appropriate for, for this. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, no, Nomi's girlfriend, uh, Amanita, or how do you say it? Yeah, Amanita. Amanita. She's pretty awesome mm-hmm. showing up there. Very yeah, she's there at the right time. I've always just liked her anyway because Prima Argerson, yeah, from Doctor Who. Doctor um, Who. but yeah, I I love their little love story. You know, like it she, is. it's like really like love conquers all type of thing. Because I mean, she had to be pretty ingenious to get all that done. Yeah. Motivated. Camping out in that hospital for a while. <laughs> Probably. I don't know how many days it's been, but... Yeah, well, it's fearless, awesome. too. Yeah. yeah. I really have... I really, you know, I really have a lot of respect for her. So... Poor you Nomi. liked how Nomi and Riley got to see each other. Yeah. And, oh, Wolfie and Kyle were singing to each other. That was great. Oh, it was so awesome. Yeah, I shipped them hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, yeah too. me too. I hope they get together. Because it too. seems like... It seems like there's a lot of different crossovers, like... At first, like when the season first started or the series first started, I thought that they would be like, you know, they would just be coupled. Like you'd only get like, you know, there are two people who had like an affinity. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, it's obviously not that's not the case, but still the two of them, it seems like it seems like Will and the DJ girl, that's what I thought they were they were gonna do. But these two, whenever they have the scenes together, it's always like in a moment of passion or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It really, really what? is. But it was just great. It was just really a finish. Yeah, and no me sitting yeah, no me sitting with with Riley. It was just like Yes, we know each other, and we're bonding, and it's like not freaky at all. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's how it was. Cause Riley was like, "Yeah, this girl popped up, and <laughs> no big deal." <laughs> um, oh yeah, so I, I don't know if it's because I saw like the uh, preview image that Netflix has, but I knew it was going to be Will that used his lock picking skills to help free um, know me from the bed. And really nice use of, um, you know, past scene to inform yeah. like season or episodes later, um, the lock picking thing. Because like not all cops know how to pick locks. I mean, no, no, <laughs> no, they don't. And I think this is the first time that I, I'm really getting the sense that they can actually really manipulate each other's bodies with their talents. You know, that doesn't make sense because it is Nomi and he's somewhere else. But he is like that whole channeling his abilities into her. And he's there. You know, she's there. You know, that's where I'm still having confusion. If he's there, where's she? Right? I guess they're still in the same space. They're both occupying yeah. the same space in each space. So you're actually in two places. Right? Yeah, I think it's just her consciousness. Okay. So, um, like, I think that it's still their, their, their bodies. Like, it's just the fact this right. is how they show to visually show that they're, you know, being connected, um, like mentally or their consciousnesses. Right. So, but that, that scene was one that really kind of clarified all that for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I wonder what happened to Jonas. I hope he's Mm. back. I don't, yeah, I was saying, I guess a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week, I never thought of Naveen Andrews as an attractive man until this show. I know. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I did think he was attractive, but I thought he was, you know, I mean, I didn't think he was overly attractive, but I do now. Yeah. I do now. Wait, which one? Wait, who? Uh, Jonas. Jonas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Saeed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saeed, Saeed. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of him as uh, attractive when he was Saeed, but really? maybe, it's the Brit- maybe it's the British accent. <laughs> I always loved it. I mean, I always thought of him as attractive when he was Saeed, so. Yeah. I mean, he was attractive, saw- but not like him. I think he's really attractive now. I mean, it was just a bigger level. Yeah. I saw an interview earlier today. It was him and the guy that plays Leto, and he kissed uh, Leto for fun. And apparently, he has a thing for kissing other guys just for fun. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any other thoughts about the episode? Do we get everything? I, I just so. want to talk. Uh, yeah, except I just want to say that I just, that whole montage and the song and. Just everything. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I had like it was like it was like added to a playlist on Spotify, and I actually <laughs> got emotional about it. And then there's I did too. Me too. I was crying, and I'm yeah. like, why am I crying? But it was great. And then you know, I kept posting it on Facebook. I'm sure part of it, but it was fantastic. And then oh yeah, and sun showers amazing. Oh, yeah. Really- yeah. Make it shower. I was um, watching the episode of Get Earlier today, and I just turned the speakers up so loud just when the song started playing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was so good. I think, I think yeah, it was emotional because it was a heartwarming. Um, and then, you know, there was like, because, I mean, <clears throat> if you think about it, especially with um, Nomi 
And a lot of the ones that had like a hard time, I mean, some of them I feel like very alone and whatever. And it was just like the super thing of like, you know, we're all connected kind of thing. So it was really it, cool. Exactly. Especially, you know, Riley can contact because Riley is really mm-hmm. just all alone. You know, yeah. You can, you can feel her aloneness and sadness mm-hmm. when she's listening to her dad. And it was just really kind of cool to see them all just kind of, we yeah, are I mean, alone. Yeah. But it was like, so last episode, the end of last episode with the fight was like kick ass, right? Like just the fact that mm-hmm. with the whole sun thing, like that was amazing. And then this one was like the feel good one for me. Yeah. It was awesome. No longer just you. Yes. <laughs> no longer so many just ways. You. Let's have, let's all form a cluster. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get, they call it get it big. Being born again, or something like that, having yeah. giving birth to yourself again, or something. I can't remember what it is exactly, but yeah, we need a cluster, guys. Kind of, uh, go ahead. Well, I no, I was just going to say, well, J. Michael Straczynski, that's this whole thing about, I mean, when I was listening to that, one of the interviews, it's like just the fact of like, he doesn't believe that like we're all alone. Like, mm-hmm. and the whole thing about this is that <clears throat> we're more joined than we think. Well, yeah, I I have to agree with him on that. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, I, I've always felt that way. I also like the fact that um, he's approaching that subject of building your own family when you're, you know, you yes. have your you have your born family, and then you have your I call it your chosen family, but the, the mm-hmm. people that you know really support you and you know are good for you. And yeah, I love I always love those kind of yeah stories. And if you think about it, like, as humans, we just are naturally, like, a lot more alike than we think that we are, you know? We, we really Like, are. even though we try, to, we try to focus on the differences so much, um, it's actually just a brunch, and we had this interesting conversation about how, like, so much of what's wrong in the world is the fact of, like, people putting other people down to, like, make ourselves feel elevated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, like, a lot of religions like that. There's just, I mean, there, it's just rampant. And then uh, in everyday life, I mean, in the workplace, like, you go into work and somebody's, like, trying to put you down and, like make themselves seem better. And then, you know, what happens if all that disappeared? Um, like, I don't know. I think the world would be a much different place. So I don't know. Interesting. It, it, yeah. I think it, it does seem like the world spends a great deal of its time uh, trying to disconnect from each other. You know? Yeah. And, and I think that if we stopped doing that, we would see that we're all, you know, we are connected. We are all, yeah. the, you know, on some deep level, we all, uh, we are all sensei. one. <laughs> we're all sense eight. We're all one, mm-hmm. you know, and we're connected with the universe that way too. I can get very ph- philosophical about yeah, this too. Yeah. That's what I like about this, but that's what I like yeah. about the series. It's like about the characters, but then it also kind of, you know, it makes you like in a good way, like instead of so much TV in a negative way, it makes you like more skeptical of the world or kind of look, you know, I mean, that's thought provoking as well, but this is like a more, in a more positive way. And I feel yes. like it's well done. Like it's not like in your face, Pollyanna type stuff, but exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's JMS and the Wachowskis are both good at making you think about stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, there were a few scenes, I can't remember right now, but I was like, wow, this is just a gorgeous shot. There's like stuff in the background, and once again, just a great looking series. Oh, I just, uh, I don't say this because I haven't been on here yet, but I just absolutely adore the opening scenes, the opening oh, yes. credits. Mm-hmm. And again, somebody was complaining because it's too long. I said, oh no, it's not too long. You know, and there's a lot that, uh, you know, you have to pay attention and catch. Like, at the end, there is that Filipino woman looking, that's dancing. That's actually a trans woman from there. And she did it. Really? Yeah. I cannot think of her name. I'll look it up. But, yes. 
she did a TED Talks, and uh, she's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's, so you have to look. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I can't wait to rewatch the series after I'm done, because I know there's like a lot of things that I want. I mean, I, I'll just want to watch it just for the fun of it. But I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of small things like that, like that. I'm sure that they're they're well, they're skilled enough. You know, the Wachowskis like say what you will about them. I mean, people have mixed reviews about them, but they do make you think a little. They do make you think, and like you said, J. Michael Straczynski does as well. So I'm sure they've layered stuff in there. Yeah, I'm sure they have. I mean, I'm, I'm so positive they've layered a lot of stuff. That opening credits, I haven't, I haven't it yet. They did catch that. So yeah, um, I, I. I like the two bears eating ice cream. I know, great. That was awesome. It's kind of a little jolting at first, but I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I bet you they shot that one because they shot that scene with Nomi and the yeah at Pride at and Pride, yeah. yeah. So I bet you they caught that there because. That seems like something that would have happened in there. Oh my gosh, yeah. Pride. Anything can happen in Pride, I'm convinced. Yeah, in San Francisco oh, yes. Pride for sure, yeah. Yeah, that's probably be the craziest Pride. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never been, but or to that one, I mean, but I've been to, um, in Atlanta, I've been, and that's that's a good time. <laughs> I'll just that, say that's that. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, our Pride here was pretty, pretty tame. Where it's are you, Lynette? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Oh, you're you're there too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. the one in Austin. Um, yeah, it's it's not as much. Yeah. Or not as crazy, but. Yeah, I think we missed. I missed the crazy. I didn't get to go to. I didn't go to Pride when I was younger. I I wish I had now. I feel like oh, I missed all the fun. <laughs> I missed the really crazy stuff. <laughs> you didn't still go crazy. Yeah, I just have to so, do it myself oh, then, huh? Yeah. Bring <laughs> oh, the crazy yourself. Bring the yeah, crazy. No. You can go and still go crazy, and there will be plenty of people who would be happy to be crazy with you. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's the way I always feel. I mean, like, I feel like Pride's, like, the one place that you could go by yourself completely mm-hmm. and just, you know, get a, get a lot from it because, like, they're <laughs> willing to accept you. But, yeah, in the opening credit, they have this um, thing that it's, like, a really, really quick scene. But um, they're, like, pedaling down the street, and it's, like, this trolley, and there's, like, a bunch of people on the trolley, and they're all pedaling. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That uh, everybody's pedaling and moving the trolley along. Yeah, and so that's something that's an Austin thing. I I don't know. I've never seen it in another city. I'm sure they have in other cities. Um, But it's um, like here they drink. So it's like, like it's, and it always goes by my house, like constantly. Um, on the weekends, they all drink and then they pedal and they just go around the city like that. And they go from bar to bar to bar drinking and like pedaling. Um, oh. here so in when Portland, I saw that, I'm like, no. Yeah. It's, it's... Here, here in Portland, we actually have a boat they do that on. <laughs> they spotted that. Yeah, I spotted that at Pride. I was went up to get an elephant ear or something and and uh, went out and looked over the water. And um, there was some, they were all drinking. There was a bar in the middle. And they were all sitting in the bar and they were pedaling and drinking. And going along on the Columbia, having a good time. <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't there some kind of mobile bar in the parade, the Pride Parade? I think there was. Yeah. I, I know there was that thing that had a lot of people sitting on it and pedaling. I think yeah. I got a picture of it. Is that a bar in there? Brew cycle. I wonder if that's it. That's it. Mm. We borrowed it from Austin, then I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but 
Um, I don't know if Austin created it or whatever. It's just that I've never seen it in another city other than here. But, you know, it's like, hey, if you're drinking, you may as well pedal. <laughs> yeah. You know, get some of that out so you can drink some more. I just think it's funny to say they drink on the you know, on the vehicle itself or whatever. But then they go from bar to bar to bar. So they're getting progressively drunk as they're drinking. <laughs> it's just, it's, if somebody sober is driving, right? They're just do, providing the power, right? They're providing the power. So there is a guy who steers it. But all he's doing is just like steering it and it just goes down a straight street. So they can't get into much trouble. But it really like, it really is annoying when you're trying to get around them because they just, you know, in traffic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I sound like an old, old commercial person, but maybe I am. <laughs> Well, this way you feel like you're at an operate vehicle and be driving drunk, right? Exactly. <laughs> see. So do we want to pick our favorites and say the nonsense? Say, yeah, I stole this from Cone Dance Party as well. <laughs> so which one, are we picking our favorite sensei person? Yeah, which is your favorite sensei in this episode and which is your favorite non-sensei? I'm going to go with uh, Sun is my favorite sensei in this episode. I, I'm real compelled by her story, and my. F- yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. She, she she says so much without saying, with, and by not saying so little. Is that what I, I don't know if I said that right, but. Yeah. Yeah, so much with so little. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. favorite, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, she, she's mine too for sure. Yeah, my favorite non-clown. My favorite non <laughs> My favorite sensei. Uh, <laughs> Uh, nonsense, Aid, excuse me. Uh, Alice is back. <laughs> um, We're bleeding together. The uh, podcast. Just missing that so much. I, I'm not sure. I, you know, I really like Kathy, Kathy's mom. Uh, I don't know why. She just, I guess I feel sorry for her. <laughs> uh, but it's probably Jonas. Jonas. But uh, he, he's not part of the group, even though he has the ability. He's not part of it. Okay. I can go with that. Um, I was for mine is as Felix. I love Felix in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I like uh, Nomi's girlfriend. I always forget her name. Meets oh. Amanita. Yeah, Amanita. Yeah, Amanita. It's a beautiful name. It is. Oh, there's a Felix on Orphan Black too. He's my favorite non. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a Felix thing going on there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we can all agree our favorite scene was probably the last one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> we have an email, which I meant to pull up before we started. Okay. I didn't. So I'm going to pull it up now. <laughs> Install until. La la la. <laughs> you don't want me singing. <laughs> so how warm is it where you are? We are supposed to hit 99 today, I believe. Well, oh really? Yeah, it's, it's about hot right now. It's about right that. That's strange because we're for, so far south, but it's about that right here. We've like, had a yeah, we've had a real hot spell. So climate is not changing at all. We haven't had like a really crazy because like right now in July it should be a lot hotter consistently than it has been. Um, so like for Austin, I mean, I'm sure August we're gonna suffer, but um, so far. And I guess July is still, you know, it's been it's been pretty good for Austin, but we'll get into the hundreds. Oh. Right now last it's ninety one. Uh, last time I was in Austin, I like it was last August, I think, and yeah, it was so hot. And why are we down here? 
Um, see a Nine Inch Nails concert and oh. visit some friends. <gasps> yeah, oh, love Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails and who was with them? Soundgarden and Nine Inch Nails. Oh my gosh, I'm good. Yes. They went to I didn't, Hippie Hollow. Yeah, I didn't even know. Oh, Hippie Hollow is great. <laughs> I didn't even know that they were playing here. That's really strange. Hmm. If you ever come down, you'll have to let me know. Yeah, I will next time. So our email is from Lori. I'll read this one. It says, hi, Will. Here is Carl in my commentary for the fourth episode, and that's as far as we've watched. Carl is Lori's son, for those who don't listen to down below. In each episode, in the opening sequence, am I correct that there are some new segments in each episode? I hadn't noticed. I don't... I think I watched it the first time, but since then I haven't paid close attention to it. Uh, Lori says, Germany, yay, we have Felix back. That was an interesting place to meet the diamond buyer. LOL, Felix is comparing the heist to the first time he had sex. Wow, that is a lot of shoes. The dirt is bleeding through from Cathias. Wolfgang gets bleed through from San Francisco. Carl thinks the excessive party is going to be their undoing. They need to be more subtle with the money. India, wow, a six-hour wedding. More dollars for less time? What a scam. Carlos' fiancé is very sweet. <clears throat> Carl predicts it will not end well, and we feel badly for him since he's a good, such a good guy. I wrote down his name, but I can't find him. Okay, anyway. So, son can take a hit and keep on rolling. The theme of parents having special significance is now included in son's story. Oh. Carl, yeah. It's Riley's dad, Will's dad, um, Nomi's mom, Kathy's mom, Wolfgang's dad. Hadn't thought Carl, that's <laughs> right, I hadn't it, but you know. Carl thinks her story is one of the most interesting so far. We finally get to see her father. There also seems to be a theme or storyline with pharmaceutical companies and or drugs in multiple locations. I noticed that because, yeah, it was drugs. Very cool bleed through between her and the club and Will. The father seems a bit stereotypical. I called son taking the fall for her brother right before she said it. The brother is such a weak coward. In Africa, Caffius is so good to his mother. Carl thinks he is the best person doing the most with the least. The grandmother got her ring back. Great publicity from the fight. Great music on the bus scene. Van Damme always comes back. Carl guesses it is a recruitment offer and was right. Cathy's has to take the offer for his mother. Very sad. In Chicago, Will finds Jonas. It was good to get an explanation of some of their abilities. Will is able to summon Jonas to visit. Interesting. Will breaks Nomi out of surgery. Love how excited Will looked afterwards. Mexico... They're all so cute together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the fact that Will looks so excited. But, I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, like, I, yeah. I like that moment because I would be stoked. I'd be like, look what I can do. This is awesome. Yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm awesome. a superhero. I know. And I helped someone. And, like, yeah. you know. And the son thing as well. He yes. took that guy out, yeah. Oh, and then son, son also seemed like she felt, you know, I mean, I, she, she's so enigmatic that you don't necessarily notice. But, like. I like to think that she's felt really good helping, um, what's his face? Cassius, yes. Yeah. San Francisco, we assume the attempted surgery is part of a larger conspiracy, including the doctor at the hospital and Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. London, the thing with relationships with parents continues with Riley. Uh, the song montage was amazing. Wolfgang seeing Kala up close was very hot. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first time they were all connected since the birth. Ratings, all the Sensei characters are very strong and compelling, so it's hard to choose, but 
favorite sensei so far. Carl says Leto. Lori says Riley. Sensei of the episode, Will for rescuing Nomi and learning the most. Non-sensei of the episode, Jonas. Carl thinks that Will would be the leader of the sensei if there is one. Thanks, Lori and Carl. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, Lynette knows something else. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, because I was going to say there's like, I was going to ask if Lori's watching along with us or is she, has she watched the whole? Yeah, I think they watched the first four and then stopped or maybe they were watching one a week, but the fourth one is as far as they've seen. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that I'm kind of curious about, but I don't want to, I guess, you know, I can watch the mm-hmm. fifth one after this one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> I just can't wait to get to the sixth. Uh-huh. I know. I'm looking forward to that scene that I keep hearing about. Mm-hmm. But that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. But, you know, I just just say uh, it should be. An, it should be. I can't. Like I said, I yeah. can't wait. I'm gonna. <laughs> I can't watch ahead, but yeah, but uh, no, I was gonna make a joke. I'm gonna get some champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Light some candles. Candles. <laughs> Some yeah. yeah, turn on the lights and uh, have There's it go. Send the dog away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dog should not be watching this, and they kind of kill the mood. Yeah. Gosh, um, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I had some company the other night, and the dog kept just like oh. uh, I just had to send the dog out of the room. And oh. <laughs> it was oh, no. That's outside fine. the door. <laughs> it was outside the door whining. I was this like, is, this is my conundrum because, um, yeah, my dog's not used to being sent away and will be whining like crazy. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I honestly feel like a single mom. Like, I just am like, you know, <laughs> should not, I, I, I should send my dog to a dog sitter if I, you know, I, when I company. I always it's struggle so, with that. Yeah. It is so bizarre to see that head come out of the bed and stare at me. I know. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, mine's tiny, but at the same time, you know she's there. Next episode is called Art is Like Religion. Ooh. I know JMS likes to have religious things in the show, so mm-hmm. I wonder what this could be about. So, yeah, Lynette. So, Lynette and Malika, thanks for joining me this week. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun. Malika's coming back next week. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I have to bring you on for episode six if you're free. (laughs) Yeah. I I want to I want to because I will have nobody to talk to about it. (laughs) I'll definitely want to you know want to talk or you know about episode six. It was like You'll the, have to. Uh, it was like the dildo thing. Like I wanted to talk to somebody about it, but I didn't <laughs> until I know, recorded like, for the podcast. Yeah, the dildo thing was amazing. About that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, can we yeah. talk about realism here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the realest I've ever seen. Yeah, like pretty that. real. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I would know. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> The show is for adults, people. So yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do not. It's not right. for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. So that's all we have for this week, folks. We'll be back next time for art is like a religion. But until then, yeah. goodbye. Bye. Bye.